0: Good afternoon, good evening, lovely to see you. I love this season of Advent and Christmas. Um, I hope you do too, otherwise a carol service may not be a happy place for you. Advent invites us to look forward and it invites us to look back. The carols and the Bible readings, and I think the music tonight has been outstanding, hasn't it? Just amazing, just inviting us into this story. The readings from Isaiah, Matthew and Luke. Help us to look back to the birth of Jesus. The reading from Revelation helps us to think forward. Jesus is coming back and is making all things new. Last Sunday we thought about Jesus bringing new light and this evening we're thinking about a new joy and I wonder whether you spotted that in our Bible readings this evening. Isaiah wrote about 2,700 years ago to a people living in great darkness. Their world and their lives were full of challenges, and that is the same for many of us today. And Isaiah prophesies that a baby is going to be born, and one of the results of his birth is joy. Isaiah writes, You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. And then 700 years later, an angel startles some poor shepherds on a hillside and says to them, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And what they do is they go and find the baby Jesus and joy floods their lives. Sometime later, wise men come to Bethlehem to the place where the child was. And Matthew records that they were overjoyed. Joy more than they could hold. So, what is joy? Joy is not the same as happiness. For me, a golden brown turkey, pigs in blankets, roast potatoes, cranberry sauce, that makes me happy but it only lasts a little while, and then it's gone. Receiving a gift from a loved one creates a moment of happiness, but it does not last forever. My football team won 5-0 this afternoon. That moment of happiness will not last. (laughs) Happiness is rooted in our circumstances. Joy is not. In the Bible story, the shepherds were still shepherds. After they met Jesus, they went back to a dangerous hillside. Nothing had changed, and yet everything had changed. Because joy had got into their hearts. So what is joy? I love this definition from Kay Warren. Kay um, is married to Rick Warren, who pastored one of the world's largest churches for over 40 years. And 10 years ago, their youngest son committed suicide. And in her book, Choose Joy Because Happiness Is Not Enough, Kay writes this, Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. The quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. And the determined choice to praise God in all things. And I love that definition of joy. Let me share briefly two things about joy with us this evening. Firstly, I believe that joy comes to us as we give our whole lives to Jesus. I'm going to mention the C word, not Christmas, COVID. One thing that the pandemic showed us is that none of us have the level of control over our lives that we thought we had. A lack of peace, anxiety builds in our lives when we think we're in control, but we are actually not in control. And I believe that if we want joy, we need to put our lives into the hands of someone who really is in control. And my belief and my lived experience is that God is in control. You see, He said that He was coming as a baby, and He did. He's always done what he said he would do. And so I believe that we can trust him to do the same in the future as well. Jesus said that he is coming back. I believe that he is. And when he does, the writer of the book of Revelation, the Apostle John, tells us that when he does come back, he is making all things new. There will be no more pain, no more tears, and no more death. Everything will be okay because he is making all things new. And it is, I believe, as we uh, believe that God is in control and that we are not, that a new joy comes alive in our hearts. As someone very wise has said, let go and let God. So I'm going to just pause at this moment and just pray a very simple prayer. And this may be something you have prayed a thousand times before. Pray it for the thousand and first. But it may be that you're here this evening and you've never prayed a prayer of of giving your life to Jesus. And I'm just going to invite you to join with me as I pray. So let's pray. Jesus, I recognize that you are in control and that I am not. Jesus, I'm sorry for the ways that I take control, that I live life in my own way on my own terms. Jesus, I put my life in your hands and I open my heart to you and I ask that you would fill me now with your Holy Spirit and a new joy in the depth of my being. Amen. Amen. If you've prayed that with me for the first time this evening, come and chat with myself, someone that you came along with, someone else that you've seen around um, this evening. We would love to chat with you. And the other thing is why don't you go over to the connect point at the end of our service. There is a little, um, little it's a nice red envelope actually. It's a red envelope and it's got this little booklet, Why Jesus, which will just help you to continue that conversation. And that's the first thing. A new joy comes alive in us as we give our lives to Jesus. Second thing I want to share is this. A new joy is rooted in gratitude. New joy is rooted in gratitude. Kay Warren writes this. She says, you cannot have a joyful heart without having a grateful heart. Do you notice in the stories, the shepherds find Jesus and their response is to praise God. Their response is one of gratitude. The wise men are overjoyed. And their response is that they give extravagant gifts to Jesus. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Joyful people are grateful people. And grateful people are generous people. This new joy that comes from saying yes to Jesus, I know has got into the hearts of a lot of people that are a part of this church community. And one of the ways that that works its way out is an overflow of generosity. So I want to just share some things with us about the joy that we as a church community have brought to the communities around here through our Compassion at Christmas campaign. And there's going to be a video playing in the background which shows some of the things that we have um, done over the last week or so. So if that could play, that would be amazing. Last Saturday, um, as part of our storehouse project which serves families in material poverty, we hosted a party for over 80 families. Um, This auditorium was packed, there was a lot of games, there was a lot of mess, there was a lot of food, a lot of cookies were eaten. Uh, Santa made an appearance. Uh, The mayor of Hounslow made an appearance. To be honest, it was difficult to tell the two apart, (laughs) both dressed in red. There were crafts, there were face painting, there was a penalty shootout competition. And as part of that event, every child under 11 could choose a brand new toy, then have it gift wrapped for the parents to take away to give to their children at Christmas. It was an amazing day. For those that were there, you'll know that it was. An amazing day. Huge thanks to Rob and loads of volunteers who set up, served, and set down. So that's what we ran in Feltham. And then at our Stain site, we've contributed to 260 food hampers that are being uh, distributed through our partnership with the Runnymede Food Bank. Five weeks ago, we invited uh, people as part of our church community to give to our Christmas party toys, to make that possible, and to the Staines food bank hampers. And we talked about a target of 6,500 pounds to make all of this possible. I wanna tell you where we got to. We're gonna need a drum roll. An amazing total of 10,000. £381 has been given. Which is utterly amazing. And then a further £2,300 from local businesses in this neighbourhood. So that is stunning. And I want to just say a huge thank you. What that has enabled us to do is way more than we had anticipated being able to do. So these are some of the things. At the storehouse Christmas party, we normally only give gifts for under 11-year-old children. So their siblings, older siblings, miss out. What we were able to do this year was to give a 20-pound gift voucher to every teenager of those families. We... We made extra hampers for all of those families. We've been able to get additional Christmas hamper goodies that are going out through the Storehouse Food Bank this week and last week. We are getting a whole lot of gifts for those that are coming to the Christmas Day lunch, for those that would otherwise be on their own. And we set out committing to give £1,300 to the Staines Food Bank hampers. We are going to triple that gift to the Food Bank. So... I am just, and and all of us are just blown away by the generosity of us all. And it is because joy creates gratitude, creates generosity. So as a church, I just want you to hear, first of all, my incredible thanks. I am often incredibly proud of us all, and today is one of those moments. You've blown me away. So thank you. And as a church... We have brought some joy to hundreds of people. So thank you. The choir are going to come on back with the band. They're going to lead us in a song as we respond to this story of joy that Jesus brings to us. We're going to all stay seated, uh, but please do join in if you know this song. But let me just close by saying this. New joy is found in Jesus New joy flourishes in a grateful heart, and the joy that Jesus puts into our hearts flows over to other people. And so my prayer for us all is that this Christmas, every one of our hearts would be filled with the new joy of Jesus Christ. Amen.